0: Okay, hi, Dumpster Divas. We are back with another episode of Dumpster Dive with me, Tom Hamlet. Uh, it is a Monday night when we are recording this. We've got tons of things to chat about. As always, I am joined by my co-host. Her name is Kix Hamlet. You know her from episode one. Kix, what's up? How are you?
1: I'm great. Happy to be here. <laughs> <laughs> ah,
0: ah. Are you excited about our guest today? I am
1: so excited. We were just talking before... Um, I'll say they, because we're going to keep it a mystery.
0: Okay. They, I told everyone who it was. And okay. The, also, in the podcast description, they can see. I
1: see. Who's so on the episode. I was telling Tom before he came on the Zoom that I haven't talked to him or seen him in so long. I'm excited yeah. that he's here with us.
0: I know. I think it's been... I mean, I talked to they, <laughs> <laughs> but I haven't seen them since March in, in I, IRL or in, February. In
1: IRL, Same.
0: In IRL is repetitive. Yes,
1: in, in, real life. (laughs) Yeah.
0: (laughs) Well, I just kind of want to jump into it because no need to not have him on here, but his name is Spencer Glass. He is a correspondent for Broadway World, also one of my dearest friends. Uh, You can catch him on Tuesdays at 5 p.m. doing a show. It's called It's the Day of the Show, Y'all, where he talks about Forgotten Broadway and sings. He has a beautiful voice. On Thursdays at 5 p.m., you can catch his show, 10 Minute Tidbits. That is on the Broadway World Instagram where he just talks to Broadway stars about, you know, all things Broadway for 10 minutes. Uh, his Insta handle is at High Spencer Glass. And on TikTok, he, TikTok, TikTok. <laughs> TikTok, uh, he is at Official you Spencer Glass. You just yourself. I did. Well, yeah. I don't have a TikTok. Spencer, what's up?
2: Oh, my God. Oh, my hi. God. Hi. It, is, it is they, Spencer Glass.
1: No. They. <laughs> Your pronouns are he, him correct
2: my pronouns are he him his um but i actually i actually because i was happy that you um you said they i just think it's better from now on like just address people as humans or folks or they so i actually was really for that
0: i totally i totally agree it's it's so funny how they is like such a shock to like people's systems it's like it's it's such an easy replacement for everything yeah. and and I always say that the, one of the only good things to ever come out of the south is y'all because it's, it's
1: its yes because
0: it is completely gender open you know and, and in class when I'm teaching spin I always try to say y'all because so it's just like,
1: let's go guys which I know sounds yeah. so silly
0: especially in New York because people hear y'all and they're like where are you from
1: it's a part yeah. of the gig yeah yeah <laughs> Um, I just want to say something off the top here. Spencer is wearing a robe. Yes,
0: yeah, Spencer. Can you show the viewers and my viewers, I mean uh, listeners at home, what the robe? Explain the robe to us.
2: Yeah, 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 yeah. I would love to. Well, I'm doing like a reality dumpster fire trash podcast, and <laughs> it's revolving around. The Real Housewives. So I couldn't not wear a robe. I'm not drinking right now because I think that I ate uncooked chicken tonight. So I'm not going to drink alcohol. I'm drinking <laughs> seltzer. So I'm like, I just feel like it's the appropriate um, outfit and drink for tonight. But this robe, um, my boyfriend got me for my birthday. I love robes. I've always felt myself in a robe. And so he got my initials embroidered in a robe. And okay, this is a little much, but he. The way that he gave it to me was, and we're not this like. I just want to say we're not this rich couple. But the way that he gave it to me was
0: they're fucking in, loaded.
2: No, the one, the way that he gave it to me was he gave it to me at one hotel Brooklyn, um, and he put it in this, He put it in a spa locker, and I had to like unlock the spa locker oh, in this like wow. fancy hotel, oh and I found God. and I found this robe, and it was all I ever wanted.
0: Wow. That's like as it's bougie really as I cute. get, okay? Yeah, that's wait, wait, bougie. Speaking, wait, speaking of robe, I should have worn it today. Brian, my boyfriend got me a robe that says Real Housewives on it.
2: Okay, well, Tom, you don't have to get competitive with, like, my boyfriends. <laughs> no, no, no I just... Whose has got the best robe?
1: <laughs> no, that
0: was, I
2: wasn't. Jerry <laughs>
1: gave me a robe for Christmas a couple years
0: ago. <laughs> no, I just forgot. Oh, but now Brian's gonna listen and be like, he forgot about it.
2: <laughs> no, actually, I will say the Hamlets look really, really cute tonight. So you don't even oh my God, need to
0: thank robe. you. We're wearing oh, wow. essentially the same thing.
1: Yeah, we tend to dress alike. <laughs> yeah.
0: Um, okay. Cool. Before we get into our segments and things, I just want to start off. Uh, we didn't do this last week, but I kind of want to bring this in, especially since we're in quarantine-ish still or should be. Um, what everyone is uh, consuming on television right now, or it doesn't have to be on TV. It can be a podcast or anything.
1: That's a great question.
2: Um, am I going first? Yeah. yeah sure. Go, go ahead. for it. Great. Um, to be completely honest, it. Ha- I. Hmm. <laughs> I don't know if I would have survived because I've been following the pandemic rules. Like I've been a good boy. I've there maybe have been like one or two times where I have been a little naughty pants, but like I've been like a I've been a little fierce when it came to the rules and.
0: Did you just say a little fierce? Because of that.
2: Yes, you did.
0: Uh, <laughs> a little fierce? Yeah. A
2: little fierce. I was like, oh, I was like a little fierce. Like I followed the fucking rules. And which makes everything just so, which makes me so much angrier for like what's yeah. happening this week with our president, but that's okay. Um, but because I followed the rules, I needed shows and books, but I have not read a book since I was like five years old, maybe. And that means The Real Housewives, like having New York mm-hmm. and having Beverly Hills and then discovering selling sunset on top of all of that, like that has oh, been nice. my pandemic TV binging. Those yeah, three I have shows. to say
0: I have to say when so this past week on Instagram, I posted, and we'll get to this a little later on, but I posted about what people wanted to hear us talk about, and re- recap, I should say. It's hard because some shows aren't on right now, but I had an overwhelming amount of people say that they want us to recap selling sunset, which okay, I'm well, it's happy over, to but do it. No, 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 but it's not <laughs> airing right now,
1: I know, but we can we can talk about it. yeah,
0: we can talk about it.
1: I loved it. It was such a fun uh, ride.
2: I give it a it, b minus, you know, I think it is a b minus, but like some B minuses might as well just be an a plus like, <laughs> Heard it are, like here I, at first. <laughs> I feel like I feel like a b minus is so rude that like. That basically just means there was something epic about it. Like it was such an epic fail that it's not even like a B to B minus that it might as well be an A plus. Selling so, like, Set said for me was an A plus plus plus, I have to say.
1: We learned a lot about new characters in the world of reality television that and what is that? Like Chriselle and Christine and like all like what th- is
0: the archetype of their characters that you found to be. Oh, different? I'm just
1: saying that we learned about new people that we haven't seen on our TVs before. Right. We're not or just that seeing- truly know nothing about. I mean, some people might know them a little bit from like their past work, but it was nice to like meet new people.
2: By well, the way, Chriselle was on soaps.
1: She was on soaps.
2: Well, I mean, like, Davina's past work for me was amazing. <laughs> like, and like, my-
0: can go crawl into a help. Spot with uh, with Kelly Dodd.
2: With, uh. Uh, oh my God! I mean, are we going there now? No, well, no, 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 no. We're, no, no. we're, we're gonna going go there. there later. We're gonna go there next segment. But I will. I will say. I will say. Selling Sunset for me was revolutionary in the way that I actually think it was this new form of videography that we haven't seen in a really long time where it was a constant Instagram filter the entire time 100%. and it just was so aesthetically pleasing that even if it felt so scripted I actually have no idea if the real estate agent to be really honest like I can't imagine like Maya is this like award-winning real estate agent but it like was she so she feel like feels she's the, the, the most only normal. one
0: yeah I would say she's the only one well, Divina Okay. Wait, real quick. Maya, real quick. Okay. So on um, Watch What Happens Live uh, a couple months ago, Andy had all of the million dollar listing LA people on, and he asked them. He said, "Selling Sunset is such a huge hit on Netflix. Uh, have you guys interacted with them?" And every single one of them said, "I've never heard of one person. I've never seen one agent of them. Like, at a at a showing.
2: showing. Yeah. I mean." It's hard. It's hard because I think the reason why we all loved it compared to Million Dollar Listing, and also, sorry, have we watched Hamptons Beach Home? Hamptons Beach Mansion? No. What the fuck is that? Oh my god, you guys. It's styling Sunset 2. It it just came out on Netflix. Oh, I'll be
0: doing that tomorrow.
2: It is horrible, but I (laughs) watched it in a day. But what- what these real estate shows are missing is women. Like it's such a man's world. Like they're all from Long Island or Miami or LA. Like it's like, okay, we get it. But like, it was just kind of fun to see like badass chicks, whether or not they're actually real estate agents, just like walking in heels around $75 million homes.
0: Truly. Okay. Well, great recommendation. Yeah. Kix, what's your, um, what have you been watching this week?
1: Well, oof. (laughs) I went from the beginning of season three of Potomac to... Fully caught up in probably five days.
2: Yes.
1: It was coming, feeling today, not watching them on my television felt like I was coming out of like a seasonal depression. It was like, I had so much information in yelling and drama in my head that I was excited to be caught up. So I only have to watch them once a week instead of a million episodes in five days.
0: Great. I mean, I don't want to get too much into it because we should talk more about it when we get to the recap. Yeah. But I don't want to ask you how you feel just yet. Okay.
2: Right. But I do want to say I'm really proud of you for doing that. And uh, oh the my job.
0: God. So proud of you. And also, I think that uh, just one thing I want to hear is are you happy that you did it?
1: Thank you for asking that. I am
0: thrilled. Yeah. Okay. Thank you. So I wanted a little soundbite of that to send to all the people that aren't watching it because yeah, their ratings seriously. still aren't great. They had their series high rating um last sunday this past sunday or sorry the last week's episode fight so if there's a there's a twitter account called bravo ratings that i'm obsessed with and you just see what the ratings are because i have the shows that i love but then you go and look and i mean beverly hills and below deck blows everyone out of the water they have in between 1.8 to 2 million viewers a week And Potomac (laughs) Potomac bounces between 0.7 and they've peaked at a little over a million viewers last week. That's weird. So almost twice as many people are watching Captain Sandy than they are watching Karen Huger.
1: I've watched maybe three episodes of Below Deck in my whole life.
0: Unfortunately, I do love Below Deck, but it's like, it's so easy to watch. It's like an easy background noise.
1: Yeah.
2: It's not like plot line. Heavy? I like, yeah, like I die for Below Deck, but uh, I mean, we can get into this later because I feel like, which is the theme of the night right now, like we'll get into this later. But <laughs> yeah, seriously. yeah, that's going to be
0: the name of the app. We'll get into yeah. this later.
2: I will like say, that, Producer. <laughs> Below Deck is such a niche um, show. Like it just has a, it's just interesting and like you're traveling thailand or like the mediterranean and i think it really attracts um the straight male community i completely agree and i I think that they just unfortunately inevitably are going to get more viewership because it's like voting but like we don't watch it for voting (laughs) we watch it for like the guests Spencer,
0: you said it's so straight right there
2: thank you i've been working on it
0: (laughs) spencer's gay everyone oh he said that earlier he said a boyfriend (laughs) i didn't mean to out you
2: I know it's 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 okay if you couldn't tell from my voice and then I'm drinking <laughs> self yeah sure same. <laughs> I'd um, be so, a little worried.
0: so a show that I need both of you to get on board kicksaw a little bit, <gasps> but I've binged the whole season this week because I've been meaning to catch up. I'm a ninety day fiance person and there's a spin-off to ninety day fiance that's called Darcy and Stacy, and it is essentially two plastic blow up dolls rubbing spray tan on each other. All every episode, and I sob laugh. Spencer, there has never been a show it, that would be more for you than this show. They are like that that right, that, that comedy level that is so you. I, I need you to get into it. I, I watched the whole thing. I can't get over it. They are married to two Ukrainian bimbos who can't speak English and, and just love them. their big tits, and they do just cheat on them. It's, it's iconic. If you're not watching that show, watch it.
1: It's also, ah. sim- it's also filmed in quarantine, so legit on iPhones. Sometimes you can see them holding, like, setting up the I- one of the iPhones with, like, a shitty tripod to, like, set up the filming of the scene. Like, that's how, <gasps> how it is. It's amazing. The, one, yeah. of the, one of the girls is from uh, 90 Day. She's been on 90 Day for a while now.
0: Yeah, the first, the Darcy the namesake of the show, Darcy. She, um, she was on a couple of different seasons of 90 Day Fiancé with two different guys. And now she's on to a third guy. But uh, I, all the guys treat her like shit and she sobs when they do the smallest thing for her. Like they'll give her a flower and she's like, I just think that like you're the one for me.
2: Like it's, it's, it's crazy. I, first of all, we just all know a Darcy. And <laughs> oh, second of all- I, I was a
0: Darcy in college. I just want to say that
2: Spencer. this is yes.
0: Did you not hear what, what? I just said?
2: I said oh that I you was were Darcy, Darcy in college. college. Honey, you you still have your Darcy moments. <laughs> no, I know I do. I do. Like Ask Brian. but it's okay like we're we're all kind of a Darcy. I have not met Darcy yet. I'm probably going <laughs> to start Darcy tonight, but I just want to say yeah. that um if I was a girl, my parents were going to name me Darcy.
0: I'm going <gasps> to throw
2: up.
1: <laughs> Amazing. <laughs> then it's for you. Spencer, I'm dying.
2: <laughs> like which is which is so bad because like Darcy Gale Darcy Glass. Like it's just not it wouldn't have been good, but like Darcy's so intense. Like, "Hi, I'm Darcy." Like, could you imagine?
0: <laughs> oh, you and you haven't even met Darcy, too. Like that. Yeah, you
2: just wait. And I don't even know Darcy. Oh my gosh. Wait, can I just also say um and we don't have to go into this, but I am and I'm actually sad because I, this is like my time to be your guest, but I feel like like I feel like I may need a round two because this is the most intense season of, of the Bachelorette.
0: I was gonna ask yes. you to come back again. For, in the next you're gonna couple come weeks. back
1: because I can. We cannot wait. We both love Taysha so much, and to, I'm dying to get Tom to watch Juan Pablo season so he knows Claire's <laughs> background. Honestly, you could probably YouTube like Claire highlights, and they'll give you everything you need to know about no, that I,
0: season. I will watch that this week. I need something to watch. I, I will watch that uh, that season because I would like to get to
2: know Claire. Claire is, Claire is, like, such a Sutton from Real Housewives of Beverly I Hills. Like was gonna she's, say,
1: she has Darcy just, vibes.
2: Yeah, she's such a Darcy. <laughs> like, you're gonna, I think you're gonna die for Claire, but Claire also leaves up two weeks. So, yeah, it's amazing. Uh, yeah, we're, yeah, we're, we're putting, like, Tasha should have been the Bachelorette when had a, Brown right. was the bachelorette, so I'm happy right, she's totally. Her spot.
0: I, I know Taisha. I'm Not you know personally. <laughs> I'm, no, I. I you made me...
1: it sound like you're like I know Taisha.
0: No, I'm saying that I don't know everyone on the Bachelor franchise. I know them through Bachelor in Paradise because I love Bachelor in Paradise. So if they were on Bachelor in Paradise, I know who they are. So I do know Taisha because I know her through uh, JPJ.
2: You we love them? JPJ. Also, like kicks you and JPJ like kind of have a similar hairdo and yeah, it's
1: not we <laughs> as waiting to, for where that quit. Like, i was
2: hoping it was gonna be like i could see you dating
0: him and improve in an well, alternate life no. and then you went that
2: Ew, no. heck no kicks would kicks would never no they don't look like they just like he just like rocks like the cute shoulder blonde hair
1: yeah but like then i guess shaggy, like you and yeah
2: <laughs> i wouldn't no, no 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 you 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 imagine i was like your hair looks like a man's hair
0: kicks. No, it- <laughs> Wait, okay, I have a story? Um, I don't know oh if you remember God. this story, but which fr- one? No, it's about my hair.
1: Oh, was were going to tell a story about me in elementary school? No, I wasn't going to. Quick dra- story.
2: I wasn't going to. Oh, you're going to tell like a that. different story.
1: I'm going to tell it no. because Tom, I got my hair cut. <laughs> this is so fucking rude. I got my hair cut like a pixie cut, aka short, like a quote-unquote boy um, Tom's friends saw me the next day at school and go up to Tom and say, <laughs> say, Tom, I didn't know you had a little brother. Little did they know when I got home from the hair salon, he, Tom looks at me and goes, kicks, put your hair down. Like, w- like take it down. It was down. <laughs> He thought I had it in a ponytail. That's why it was like super short.
0: Well, karma is a bitch because in college I got a haircut and I walked into acting class and Grace Harden, hey, Grace, I hope you're listening, goes, oh my God, Tom, you look like Ellen.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I did not know that story. That's amazing. Yeah, so
0: there you go, karma.
1: Yeah, that's karma. That- what's Ashley's tagline? Karma's a bitch, but luckily she's on my side.
0: Who's Ashley?
1: From Potomac.
0: Oh, oh! I hate her.
2: Who's we'll Ashley? It. <laughs> Ashley Marks. <laughs> no, we're talking. We're talking about. We're talking about Ashley. Ashley. I, obviously. I
0: really hate her so much. We'll get to it. We'll get to yeah. it. So the question we always ask our guests, uh, and we'll kind of recap you after we ask you about what we said. But the question is, what reality television made you realize that the low brow was the brow for you, Spencer Glass? Take it away.
2: <sighs> okay, I'm going to bring us back. So. It's a combination. The I'll start with the most obvious one. I would say my super sweet 16 like really got me hooked to that world. Wow. Um, I did apply for the show. To- <laughs> oh my gosh. You
0: missed fucking opportunity that on MTV. It was a missed end. opportunity.
2: I applied for my super sweet 16. I was gonna do some kind of like a Broadway Playbill themed but that I I had like a backup because I was like that is not that is not like a commercial theme for MTV so I think (laughs) it was gonna like I don't know it was gonna be something like really bad um that was like my main one but then I would sneak when I was little in 2003 on Fox I would watch Paradise Hotel it kind of was the beginning of like sex on reality tv it was six guys six girls and they would they were in this gorge hotel like just having sex and i was 11 or something and i would sneak watch it and my mom would be like you can't watch that like they're they're like grabbing tits like you can't do it i was like honey i'm not getting turned on don't worry like it like
0: i don't know this show i don't know this show either
2: Oh, you guys, Is is there a winner?
1: Is it like Love Island kind of, or Bachelor in Paradise kind of?
2: It's Love Island, Bachelor in Paradise um, combined. Honestly, I don't remember a whole lot of details. I just remember being hooked, which is why I'm just going to move on to my third thing, which was Next.
0: Uh, So on last week's episode, or two weeks ago, we were talking about our shows, and we weren't allowed to watch MTV, but somehow I watched Next, and I think it was at... Like sleepovers or places yeah, or like uh, else friends' houses, and I was—I mean—obsessed with it. It's such an easy watch because it's so short. The concept is so fucking dumb, and you just fly so through the episode. So
1: dumb, very superficial.
0: I wanted it to be on the not next bus. Why today? No, 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 no.
2: It—it it was also like kind of my way into like. I don't want to say gay porn, but, like, I want to say, like, there was, like, gay men, and they would, like, kiss on the bus, and I remember I was, like, I was, like, a dog watching, I was, like, I was, like,
0: yes,
2: and I was, like, 12 years old, it was, was it's just, it's also such a, like, actually, like, Tom, this is a compliment, but, like, I can see you being... I can see you being the person who's like next. Like I, I can too.
1: Yes, for like, sure. Can... Every
0: day in life, just like with anything, not boys, just like 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 choices. Like <laughs> I, I'm so opinionated. Very Ariana like,
1: Grande. Thank you. You next.
0: could be like you could be like. Do you want Thai or Chinese for seamless? And I mean, nah. like <laughs>
2: like nah. you're, has you're an opinion. just like you're such a an next boy. And like I I feel like. I could have gone either way on that show. Like, I could have won or, like, I would have got off the bus and they would have been, like, <laughs> next, and I would have had a really good, like, comeback. Like, you know how they all had like, Yes, they, all have, they like, always comebacks. have a comeback. Mm-hmm. I, I think I would have been, like, a total Darcy there. Like, I just, I would have known exactly <laughs> so what to say. To to bring it back Darcy. To Darcy.
0: You're being such course, a fucking yes, Darcy right Darcy. now.
2: Yeah, exactly, exactly. Anyway, <laughs> those are my three shows.
0: Okay, cool. I love it. I
1: love it. I was, they're so... I mean, there's only been two episodes of this, so I was about to say we haven't heard them before. <laughs> but those are really good ones. Like they're not like the typical ones, I would think.
0: Yeah, I was getting nervous that every episode, everyone's gonna be like, "I love America's Next Top Model," and I'm like we can't all like that because then there's no show that we're making here. Which uh, I think we will get a, get it a lot. But yeah. But
2: well, I, was I don't know if you, that any... you were gonna be that too. Well, you. I wasn't gonna be that tonight, but I will say. I probably am the only person who you know that is Facebook friends with like half of the girls on Top Model. I would find them, I would stalk them, I would Facebook <laughs> friend them, and they all that's accepted iconic. my friend requests.
1: Amazing.
2: Amazing yeah, work.
0: they don't have anything to do.
2: Oh, thank you, Tom. <laughs> okay, that's not true.
1: I, oh my gosh.
0: Oh my god, we can't get We're gonna, I can't cut another cut, so we're just gonna leave that. Wait,
2: kicks. That was such a Ramona on so Ramona. Oh my god, like at the reunion.
0: That is, what are you talking about? You're not like Ramona, but in this moment, like, of course, that happened. Like, when we were trying to get set up to record, it it was like (laughs) she wanted her wine, and the wine's like clinking on the table. Like, (laughs) that's not gonna work. And then she's like, Can I put it here? I'm like, You're gonna spill on the board. You're. Uh... um okay great X. so you had what was it again it was super sweet 16 oh i want to talk about that for a second yes L- love 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 that show i wish that show could come back now Defin- and it would work
1: it would be arguably better because it would be scarier like the the moms and the stage dads and all of that they would be so intense and then the children look like adults now like 13 year olds 13 to 16 you look like you're 21 now because you have full face of makeup like it would be crazy I think it would I be- agree
2: yeah. I agree I think it would work really good I mean they should have just debuted episode one of the new super sweet 16 for Gabriella's sweet 16 oh, um, that okay yes. so well, this is
0: actually a good a good uh, pause because uh, that's a part of my reality news so oh. I just want to take a quick uh, break right here and you'll hear from our sponsors that don't exist but uh, we'll talk to you in one second bye Okay, and we are back with our next segment. I feel like we've had 5,000 segments already today, but that is reality news. Uh, I have a couple different things we're going to talk about. Spencer is a fabulous guest because he set up a segue that was so seamless to this next topic. But uh, Teresa Giudice threw a party for Gabriella, the forgotten daughter (laughs) to me. I think she's the forgotten one, (laughs) the daughter from a different man. Wait, what? She's the, she, guys, guys, she's the daughter that looks nothing like anyone in that entire family.
1: You think he, she's actually from a different man? I, you I, are on national air now. You can't just spout these I rumors. am not the first person <laughs> to say
0: this. Look at her and then look at her next to Gia and Melania and Adriana. She looks nothing like them and she looks nothing like her mom, nothing like her dad. I think what happened I, was that Teresa hooked up with someone she's cheated on Joe post him being in prison.
2: i like I see where you're going with this. I do think that she is the Rob Kardashian of the crew, like <laughs> you'ree chloe. no, Chloe is like Chloe is like so up there now that I can't make Melani- my to Melania chloe, is the, Melania is the Chloe. <laughs> oh my <laughs> gosh right. Mel- looks- Melania is such a chloe i i I have to say. <laughs> I don't know if that's true. I think that she has the Adriana vibes and I think that she has her dad vibes. Um, oh, I well, also- by the way, I
0: certainly don't know that it's true. I don't want yes. anyone to think that. I just, I've always thought that. I'm shocked that the two of you haven't.
2: I, but- I kind of died for Gabriella. Sorry. <laughs> yeah, she doesn't give a
0: fuck. And yeah. something else she doesn't give a fuck about is COVID because Teresa threw a Sweet 16 party for her at the Dream Hotel. It was at the Dream in New York City. Jeez. And the poor person that was working there had to deliver the cake in the video with a mask on in a room of arguably, we could see probably, I feel like we could see peripherally like 20 people. Um, But there was definitely more than 20 people there, don't you think?
2: It's, yes. I mean, it's, it's so unfortunate because you have this platform, you... Are You've been through so much with your family. You understand heartache. You understand hardship. And yet you are flaunting like 14-year-olds drinking um, White Claw at an amazing venue while your daughter is blowing out her candles for her Sweet 16. And it's like, and there's it's just something to so tone about it. Can we just stop it.
0: blowing out candles? Blowing out candles, when you really break it down. Now, I feel like there's a lot of things in... Post COVID world that we like take a second look at and we're like, okay, but that's disgusting. The idea yeah. that someone opens their nasty ass mouth, which remember humans' mouths are less clean than many animals' mouths, yes, opens their nasty ass mouth and just breathes all over a cake that they're about to serve to everyone. It's, it's kind of always- disgusting. Can't you just like fan it?
2: <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. It is. I, I've I've always been a little weirded at also, but also like, what do you think she wished for?
0: <laughs> dad to like come home
2: uh, oh. dark.
0: i mean like dark i really cannot stand that family so it's it's hard for me to be no. open-hearted towards them
2: yeah i don't i don't i don't particularly die for them either The that sixteen was looked like a shit show and shame on Teresa. um but i'm also always gonna be team gia sorry
0: oh gia <laughs> G- sorry Oh, when I said that I didn't care about that family, I care about everyone. I don't care about anyone in that family, but Gia. Gia is but queen. Gia. Like great. I would let Gia like do my taxes.
1: Oh my god!
2: <laughs> I would. I
0: no would. No shade let Gia... to Marianne for doing my taxes. She does a great job at she it. She does but a great job. I think Gia could get me some more money, probably. Well, and I feel like I Gia's... Mean, careful
1: because that family's famous for their I tax know, I evasion. know, but
0: I think Gia is learning the <laughs> the ways. Is learning
1: the ways <laughs> of tax evasion. <laughs>
0: no, not the ways of tax evasion. I'm an I pay my taxes. I'm saying that I think that Gia is different than everyone, including her mother and her father.
1: Good for
2: her. Yeah. She has and a different kicks. face, so. Kix, don't be rude. You know that Gia is like dying to do Tom's taxes. So don't, don't put him down. I fucking
0: hate you. Yeah, so yes, she's excited. dying. Gia? I mean,
1: she's texting me right now about it.
0: <laughs> I wonder what her major is in college, actually. She's 16. No, no, no. Gia's the oldest one. She's like oh, 20, 21. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Got
2: she it. goes, she goes to Rutgers. She's a drama major. <laughs> is she really? No, you're being a dick. No, no. Do you think Gia Giudice is doing, like, fucking Juliet monologues? I would kill
0: to see her in The Glass Menagerie.
2: Oh my God, please, please, please (laughs) have mercy.
0: Okay, speaking of Glass Menagerie, Kelly Dodd.
2: (laughs) I want to get into (laughs) Kelly
0: Dodd. If you don't watch OC, that's okay. I'm not going to judge you. We talked about this a little bit uh, last episode. I am definitely not going to cover OC on the podcast. I don't want to give them more airtime out into the world because it is just stocked head to toe with Trump supporters outside of Bronwyn, I think, but... Kelly Dodd, who has, who is engaged to a Fox News reporter, has pretty much denied COVID was real for the whole time, if you did not know that. She also said that uh, COVID is nature's way of thinning the pack, uh, which was also terrible, and Bravo still did not fire her.
1: That's a really horrible thing to say.
0: It's awful. And then uh, yesterday she had a mini bachelorette party because she's getting married and wore a hat, It said, in the lettering of the Black Lives Matter movement, drunk wives matter. Thoughts?
1: I am, as I've said many times before, speechless. It's just, I have nothing to say other than shaking my head.
0: It's awful. Spencer?
2: Well, it's interesting because I introduced Aton, my boyfriend to the OC in the past month and we've gotten through a ton and we're now on Kelly's first season we're about to be done with it so and Kelly's
0: first season is pretty iconic though, it's good yeah, like, it's a that's good a season good, that's a good season of Housewives
2: it is an incredible season and we have her to thank for it because she is no doubt incredible TV, however she Sutton Strack is also incredible TV, but Kelly is incredible TV for all the wrong reasons. She, when I say below the belt, I mean she really just she is so sick in the head. And on top of that, she actually has no sense of humor. She is not funny. Like no, not funny at all. She will like she wishes she could be Leah McSweeney. Like there is nothing funny about Kelly. And I think she thinks she's hilarious and she has this whole weird thing about humor that like no one can take a joke, but it's like, Kelly, you can't say like an anti-Semitic comment to Heather Dubrow on national television. Like you're going to get heat for that. Just like Kelly, actually, it's not funny that you are a right wing psychopath who thinks it's like cute to be like 60, having a bachelorette party and wearing a drunk wives matter hat. Like. Who, like, what you have a 14 year old daughter? Like, why do you want to start?
1: I want to f- start from the beginning of who thought it was a good idea to make that hat?
0: Oh my god, I can think of I'm that sure there's hat. so many. If, just, if Donald Trump is our president, I can think that there are people that would make that hat. That's what I'm trying to get at.
1: Yeah, it's really disappointing. I mean, but it's also not a surprise. Like you were saying, she's showed time and time again that she is a bad person, and once again. She She's yeah. Like, she wishes she could be Leah, and she wishes that she had this like tough girl, cool personality. When it's like, no, you're just actually a bitch.
0: Um. So Correct. speaking of OC, I just want to hit one more topic before we head to our Real Housewives of Potomac recap. This was a little bit ago. We have a housewives thread. I've talked about it before that um kicks is on obviously, and Spencer is on it too. Obviously. And there was a, a blind item that was put into. I'm not sure which publication. But that there is a couple in the Housewives franchises that is getting a uh, divorce that is surprising, and Spencer was the one to point it out that he thinks that it is Bronwyn and her husband, and I heard on one of the many things that I listen to and consume about Housewives that it is Bronwyn. So uh, I, you cracked it.
2: Well. I may have cracked it, but, like, I'm still cracking it because she's in Puerto Rico right now with Sean, her husband.
0: Oh, well, maybe not.
2: <laughs> but maybe, but maybe, no, 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 But here's the thing. Maybe it's being cracked and something came out. Some, maybe it was page six about the relationship this week. So, like, maybe if you're rich, you can just be like, let's just prove them wrong and go to Puerto Rico and pretend that we're I could see still who married. Yeah. I don't also, know, but she's been doing a lot of girl job- time this summer.
0: Yeah. Apparently, her her daughter, like, ripped her apart on Instagram in the comments of one of her pictures. Bronwyn's daughter commented on one of Bronwyn's photos. (laughs) You're familiar with them.
2: They have
1: all very like Lord of the Rings names.
2: (laughs) Yeah, Yeah, I'm not
1: joking. Like they all have like why why. And what's the husband's name? Sean. Sean. Sean married into it. <laughs> okay but... well that's normal but the yeah I don't even know oh, if I could don't... say Bronwyn.
0: You didn't watch that season though but you haven't you don't know who Bronwyn's mother is.
1: No is what's her name? Gimli? Cindy Loper. <laughs> no, uh, no. Wait but... what? No.
2: Her <laughs> mom just like looks like Cindy Lauper. I don't no. know how she else looks perfect. like
0: Betsy Johnson and Cindy Lauper had a baby.
1: So Cindy Lauper they look the same. Yeah <laughs>
0: yeah Um, But I just wanted to give you props on that because I feel like you cracked that before the world cracked that. And we will see that on Housewives of OC, which we once again won't be covering here. (laughs) 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 Because everyone sucks. (laughs) Sucks.
2: Although, do we really think that Gina is a Trump supporter? Uh,
0: No, no, no. I, I don't think Gina and I don't think Bronwyn are. I think they have all the right thoughts about the world. I think that Emily, I feel like, don't you think that Emily could be swayed to the other side?
2: I feel like Emily would be like I'm an independent. Like I feel yeah, like I mean, that's what she would say. Cuz
0: I don't like politics.
2: But yeah. she's a lawyer.
0: She's a lawyer. She has to have opinions.
2: Uh, she can go she could go either way. I also Elizabeth Vargas, the new housewife 100% I would say supports Trump. Yeah. Elizabeth also on-
0: <laughs> interacts with you one.
2: She also started following me, which I'm not mad about. And we talk about her dog sometimes. Okay,
0: Make sure she's voting for Biden. Can you do that?
2: I actually thought about messaging her that today. <laughs> I'm serious. We're
0: going to take another quick break for our sponsors that don't exist. If you, are, A sponsor? if you are listening and you're like, I would love to get my product on Tom's show that airs to 50 people.
1: 100
0: 100 we actually are at almost 300 views oh
1: fierce
0: which is great and we've only had two episodes um cool so anyways sponsors <laughs> yeah we should cut that <laughs> no i don't care no i wanted them to hear um sponsors if you want to sponsor i'd love to have you and that break is going to be right now we'll talk to you soon okay and we are back with our recap of the best show that's been on Bravo in quite some time, The Real House Voice of Potomac. Before we get into the recap, I want just uh, some thoughts from Spencer about the whole series and the season up until this point. We haven't spoken about it much, so I just want to hear what your kind of thoughts are about the show in general, who you're loving, all that stuff.
2: Yeah, I've, I've been a Potomac boy pretty much from the start. Um, it's it is just a different franchise it is real women um who are not these billionaire housewives and they're incredibly relatable and um it makes me sad because um white people don't watch it it's it is not it's not this show that looks addicting. Um, but, like, I just tell people, you have to just watch one episode because there is something so raw about it. There's so much heart. And you will laugh harder than you laugh at Kyle Richards. Like, a thousand percent. Thank
0: you for saying that because something I often think about, and I'm not trying to pat myself on the back, I'm just an observation from the other side is that when I talk to people who love Bravo, I come across so many people and I know that you will you both will agree with me that say yeah I watch I watch housewives I love housewives I don't watch Atlanta and I don't watch Potomac and it's like okay well like what does that mean you know and I I don't necessarily I, I should be a better ally and say immediately why because like Atlanta and Potomac and New York are my favorites you know like there's content there's humor there's stories yeah Beverly Hills I'm so frustrated with them because we don't have storylines anymore like we we they they create one storyline manifest it somehow and they just write it till the end of the season but on Potomac on Atlanta we have such developed characters that have different relationships with each wife it really is
1: and it's a family affair like I mean, maybe literally, but like, you know, it's like the husbands are so involved in the show that never are husbands this involved. Like, it's crazy. I mean, it's the show is not about just these women. Like, you get so much information about the husbands. They have so much heart and soul into these women's lives, too. And I mean, Potomac, like, the next half of the series or the season is literally about the husbands, it seems like from the commercials. It's like so much of the husband's fighting, so much of the husband's yelling. Like, so I just love the show.
0: Yeah, it's great. So uh, I wanted to just start getting into the episode a little bit. So essentially the whole episode, which I don't think we've ever had this before, was one scene, Like like the whole episode was based around this intervention per se at Karen Huger's house. And um so Karen, it, it cuts to Karen, and she's like setting up for the house. I <laughs> said <laughs> that she has she got Le Pan. I mean, she got Le Pan uh, catered, and I thought that, that Le was Pan. An, that was Lepan, Pan. I thought that was an upgrade. Like season one, she would have had Aubon Pan. <laughs>
1: <laughs> no,
0: <laughs> tell me oh I'm wrong. Oh my God! Giselle, no, Giselle you're still right. Still goes to Aubon Pan, but Karen Huger goes to Lepan Pan now. Oh.
1: I, I mean, because I'm crazy and thinking about when I'm on FaceTime or calls with Tom and you're cooking or something and it's so loud. She's like literally on speakerphone I, with Candice. And yes. I'm like, God forbid, just fucking mute yourself. Like you're crinkling and doing all this thing. Like I'm just I'm so
0: famous for having my AirPods on and like
2: like going through like the ice cream. Shaking a drink, yeah. It's also like Karen, no one's gonna have like a Cinnabon.
1: No for like this All meeting. carbs? Like first of all, you're amongst women that keep like take care of themselves in such an extreme way because they're on television. Don't have croissants and chocolate muffins. Like no one's going to touch that. No,
2: absolutely. <laughs> not. Unless if she knew that the bodyguard enjoyed pastries. Maybe. Maybe it was for KB.
0: Okay, but can we talk about KB? Because KB was the star of the episode. So for those that didn't watch it, once again, what are you doing? But Giselle pulls up to this intervention being a messy, 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 messy girl, like she always is, <laughs> with a fucking bodyguard that, like, by the way, like, this bodyguard is, what What? Do, what would we say? 300?
1: Three, four.
0: 350
1: 350 <laughs> KB is a, a, a big girl. I have a theory that KB is like her friend that was like, "Hey, will you just come KB? on the show just to pretending to be my bodyguard because I think it's funny."
0: Well, if he's pretending to be a bodyguard, I got to tell him he should be a bodyguard because <laughs> he, he has a career in bodyguarding.
1: I mean, he's is cute. That what it's called? I lo- no. I, what is it called? Security. Security. Um, my favorite part was karen was unbothered but she was like i do have a chair for you in the dining room and so he sat like in the other
0: room i think just i think karen knew about it before
1: Oh, uh, got it yeah because she uh, seemed really unfazed because karen by is
0: there to be messy too so she's probably like oh yeah that'd be good TV." yeah you know.
1: i was just laughing I, about him like sitting in the dining room like peeking in the whole time i
0: wanted <laughs> like i wanted a moment like to, like, break the tension
2: of KB breaking a dining room chair. <laughs> I just was, I have to say, I actually was, sometimes I'm a little upset with the editing of Potomac. Like, the editing is not as crisp. And I was shocked that they didn't have a moment where Monique realized that Giselle brought security with her.
1: yeah. However, yeah.
2: was there not an interaction I about think that?
0: It was a little like, of course, that shady. She just doesn't like she doesn't like Giselle. So I think she just truly has no time for her.
2: It also was just like Giselle was first of all dressed like Alice in Wonderland. Like okay. she, <laughs> she's
0: wearing an Adidas pant. It that was an Adidas sweatpant. And I texted Kix kicks a Charlotte Russe. Did you did you have Charlotte Russe in um Long Island? It feels like a very oh, yeah. Long Island store. Yep. No offense to Long Island, but
2: kind of. <laughs> no, offense, no offense taken.
0: <laughs> yes, yeah, so it's like half Charlotte Ruse, half like I'm going to go take an orange theory class.
1: Oh, <laughs> yeah. her style has gotten worse. That's what I oh, thought. Oh,
0: yeah, this is a good point. So Kix, once again, has binged so much of it in the past week. Have you seen an evolution in...
1: I don't know what it is. It started when she started making money. Like, like that she got worse clothes. And I don't know what... Gay is telling her to dress like this, or I'm sure she has a. Team. She has
0: that gay that she she has that one gay that is always around. He's
1: a, he's a good friend.
0: A good friend. I and, like his. And maybe this is just the way I work. I know it's the way Spencer works, but as good friend and you, yeah, the way good friends work is you as a good friend you get your friends together when they need to be gotten together, and he needs to step in and be like, "Girl, use that money and go to Saks, not to TJ Maxx
1: or Zara." like i'm just not that
2: <laughs> Can, i don't know you guys okay are first of all from? let me i'm actually gonna play devil's advocate here i'm not gonna i'm not saying that giselle has like an unbelievable wardrobe but there's something i wouldn't want giselle to dress any other way like there's something I agree. so i, yeah, I agree th- i think it's like part of why i love giselle like she's just like kicking it around Potomac like she always looks like she's dressed for like a Christmas card and I'm I just I just love
0: that one one second if you don't watch Potomac go to Giselle Bryant's Instagram because on her Instagram she does a photo shoot of herself for her own 50th birthday I'm not gonna tell you (laughs) what the photo is oh I have not
1: seen this but do you want um, me to do it was, now? So was, we can hear it wait, on the wait, pod. Wait, wait, wait,
0: wait! There was a GoFundMe made <gasps> to get Giselle to retake her birthday photos. <laughs> no, no. Yeah, wait, so listeners, Kix is about to look at I'm the photo. To We're find gonna get a it. live reaction. Is it
1: okay? Here we go. Is it's she, her
0: laying down with the maroon background and the Leo.
1: Is yeah? You heard me, Leo. Is she dressed for Halloween? <laughs> <laughs>
0: she- <laughs> I want to say some. Um, no, I'm not. Okay, gonna say here's that.
1: my thing. I'm gonna say a couple things about this. Her hair is on a level that I've never seen hair get to, so maybe tone down the hair. But I think there's potential here that was um, missed. Okay,
2: <laughs> I think we should
0: start from <laughs> scratch.
2: <laughs> Spencer, Devil's advocate. Devil's advocate. One more time. I kind of love it. Again, I, she is saying. so... It's always iconic. She's I just, mean. she's like, she's iconic. She's so lovable. She's so ge- she's so genuine. Like, she genuinely wanted to wear a leotard with, like, some kind of um, like, sleeve. Was
0: that, was that, like, custom made? I've never seen something like that. The what
1: they, <laughs> What's really getting me now is the bracelet that looks so bad with it. It's like
0: a Roman yeah, cuff someone bracelet. Styled, someone styled that.
1: This is great opportunity. That's what I'm saying. This picture would be cute if she had jeans on.
0: Once again, podcasts are famously a visual medium. So (laughs) please go check out. Okay, so everyone
1: who's listening, go look (laughs) at Giselle Bryant. Um, It was posted on September 9th. For context. For context. I'll put a link
0: in. I could put a link oh, in link the in info. bio. No, in, in <laughs> no. the info for the pod. <laughs> Wait, so anyways, back to the episode episode. Okay, so we we all get there. We sit down. They're doing an intervention, essentially. So it's Monique is like in one chair. Karen is moderating. And then it's the rest of the women, except for Candace. And before Monique gets there, they talk about this tweet that Candace <sighs> tweeted out, which by no, the way, Monique the Times... Sorry, sorry. Monique tweeted out ask and you shall receive, like, a day after the fight, which, I mean...
1: What? That like, is so what are, nasty are you doing?
0: Work. Yeah. Also, I saw the timestamp on it, and it was October 15th. That's crazy. That was, like, almost a year ago.
1: Yeah, that's what they've been yeah. saying. Like, essentially, her on Watch What Happens Live was about a full calendar year since <laughs> the fight. Which
0: is crazy, because she still is not apologizing. Yeah. Um, But something I've really loved that I want to, like bring this into my life is something that Wendy said when Wendy says a safe space is different than a brave space. And I was like, uh, I'm like bringing that into my life. Wendy the,
1: has a doctorate. Yeah. But like, so that's so
0: true. Like she's right. safe space, safe space can mean that you can say whatever you want. Right. But like a brave space is saying whatever you want and having people give you brave responses, you know, and give you like tough love. And I was like, I am going to bring that into my life. I do
1: want to touch on Wendy for a second because, again, Mm -hmm, watching most of the series in a week, I like her a lot. I think she has a fun, interesting family dynamic. Her kids are so cute. That karate scene just was adorable. (laughs) I, like, love her husband. And she has more, again, every single woman on the show has Family drama. Like there's so many storylines. I mean, I'm sure eventually we're gonna get a storyline about her in-laws and her mom. You know, it's like everyone has these whole life stories to share, unlike Beverly Hills, where it's literally about a
0: threesome for twenty-five episodes. No, oh, I totally agree. Spencer, are you liking Wendy as an addition?
2: I love Wendy. Wendy just brings a whole new flavor to the show. She's a little removed from the women, and I kind of like that she's on her own in a way. But then I like that when she's in a crowd, she is constantly, constantly Wendy. She also has the best interview looks uh, ever. The one that she showed
0: this week is crazy. It's good. amazing. The white oh. one.
2: It's so I nice. actually I like. That, I actually it. have chills thinking about that interview look. And then she has an interview look where she goes like full natural curls, and it's like, and then like a like metallic pink dress. Not metallic. Um, it's like a hot pink like eighties dress.
0: See, I that one I think would look really fun in person, but I think I didn't
2: translate very well.
0: I don't. I don't love that one.
2: I think she. Tra- I. But that's a thing. She oh, just I pulls, do like that one. She pulls The Yellow off.
1: to me is everything. I'm looking at the pictures right now. I love I think Wendy the yellow. is I love I think Wendy
2: is very special and I think Wendy is the most verbal cast member. And out of a lot of franchises, she just has such a good way of words. Mm-hmm. And she grabs you. Like, she's having such a good freshman year. And I thought, you know, I actually want to give a lot of credit to Giselle and Robin. And I want to actually, like, say a couple of things and about and how much they have evolved on this show. But Wendy, to me, is becoming Mother Goose in a way that Karen maybe should be a little nervous.
0: Yeah, I, I see what on you take. mean.
2: I know Mother she, hen, as in not not in the um not in the diva dom way that Karen is, but I actually think she has more knowledge, and I think that scares Karen.
1: Historically, she does because she is four degrees. So,
0: well, sure, yes. <laughs> so the whole episode, we're bouncing back between this and then Candace's therapy. I, will, I just want to do a quick thought about sorry. Candace's therapy. I. Don't know that we needed it. I mean, like
1: uh, the editing has been weird this season. There's a lot of like weird choices. Oh, see, they're I li- making.
0: I like the dramatic like choices where they're like fading out and like doing like they like as Monique was talking, they had like a picture of the fight in the corner and like I like it. And they've it's yeah, very cinematic.
1: It is very cinematic. They're making new choices, likely to get viewers hooked but I said
0: I wrote down I said I felt like I was watching
2: um investigation discovery channel
1: a hundred percent a hundred percent
2: yeah the therapy session wasn't really much for me I it also like there was there's just something that I don't buy whenever any of them go to their therapist like in right, any because, of the franchises
0: right as a, a good therapist would be like would no be like, this Hello. is something we need to work on together
2: correct without a camera there
0: so um so yeah she had therapy she talked about how all the things that happened in the fight um but back to the actual intervention Monique gets there which unfortunately Monique looks fucking amazing amazing. I wanted that shirt
2: amazing that Patrick
0: shirt I'm like I need it they kept cutting in the intervention back and forth to Ashley's face I don't know if you guys saw notice this I wrote it I wrote
2: that down Tom
0: I thank you. So I think I have a feeling that so they implied that someone leaked stories to the press. Mm. And I think that Ashley leaked stories to the press in Monique's favor because she I mean she's Team Monique. Is team Monique which sure. is crazy to me. And do you think I, that it was a power move that she brought her baby?
2: I think it's always a power move when Ashley brings her baby. <laughs> I think Ashley right. it's like Ashley you is. Can't touch me. Um yeah, I actually it's Again, unpopular opinion. Like, I will defend Giselle's style. I will... I'm not a huge fan of Monique, but I'm a humongous fan of Ashley Dark. Oh I think Ashley... Oh, my God. And that's our yep. time, folks. <laughs> I literally... Like, I could have been
0: the other side, further on the other side of this from you.
2: I love Ashley. I think Ashley is... Something that makes me mad about The Housewives sometimes is nobody takes ownership and nobody knows how to apologize. And Ashley is the number one best apologizer on Bravo. She owns her shit. I think that because she's a little younger, she respects her cast members. Um, She knows that she hasn't lived that much of a life compared to them, but at the same time, wow, she's had so many curveballs thrown at her and she is so strong. I think Ashley next to like Giselle, just so strong. I'm a really big Ash fan. I
0: I see I see where you're coming from. I just think that like she's had so much life shit happen that I wish that she would just like it's it's cringy to see it all continue to happen on television. Like I'm happy for the storylines, but like I would have been fine with her bowing out last season because inevitably every season she's on, like with and still married to Michael, there's gonna be something and it's just, it's it's getting hard to watch for me.
2: I know, but she doesn't care. Like, she loves it. Yeah. Like, she's, yeah. she, this is, you know, she's starting this early. Like, she, right. she knows what she's doing. She is smart. And yes, I do think bringing her baby was a little bit of a power move. I wonder if it was a little bit of a fuck you to Wendy. I'm bringing my baby and I'm going to do this again to you. Piss you off a little bit. I'm and sure. I can't get behind... Ashley and Karen being Switzerland. Like I, in this situation. Ashley
1: isn't Switzerland. No, I think Ashley is very much candid. Uh, Sorry, Monique.
2: You're right. You're right. She did have some Switzerland feedback, um, but also back to you thinking that she leaked it to the press. Mm -hmm. I think that she did because I think it was kind of in an um, upcoming commercial where Candace asks her, "Did you say this to somebody?" and she says, oh, "Yes." Oh, you're right.
0: You're right. I just didn't know, but I didn't know if that was like that story or not. I thought that, I I don't know. I couldn't tell if that was like that part of the story or if it was like a new development in yeah, so uh, I haven't though. seen the, re, the 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 to come this season. It looks crazy. It looks crazy and and Ashley says to Candace that they asked me for a comment on the situation. And Candace goes, And you decided to be on Monique's side and Ashley says yes.
1: Well, during the intervention thing at Karen's, was she the one that brought up like the people around watching the situation and filming the situation and they could have leaked it? I don't remember. Because I remember like Robin and Giselle were like, obviously you must have done this because it came out two days later and it was pro you, your side. And I think think it was Ashley who said like, Listen. There was tons of people there. Anyone could have leaked it to the press. Everyone had phones out.
0: I think that maybe those... she
1: was like covering up for her like wrongdoing in some way.
0: Yeah, I see that. I, I I think that the I think there's something we don't really know about is the people that are in these scenes that aren't on the show. I think that in that situation they were cast. Like I think that those people in the winery were asked to be there mm. and sign an NDA and everything because I think there's scenes that it's in a restaurant where they. Like, don't, they can just be like, we're going to film here. Do you want to be on camera? But like, no one was in that barn except for like four separate tables. It feels to me like there's a world in which they could have been like, okay, we need to get four groups of people, someone go find that, that are okay being on camera.
2: I agree with you, Tom. And I also think, unfortunately, you know, we see that these women, they want to keep their shows alive. They are part of the narrative. They are part of the writing of it. And I think there probably was some kind of conversation. One of the producers fucked with one of them. And there was going to be some kind of tension that night. I mean, you watch Ashley, you watch Ashley go, are you too good? Ashley was the pot stirrer in there. There was some kind of huddle before this barnyard winery extravaganza. And I, I also think that they purposely had people already who signed NDAs who were cast in that way because because otherwise it would have been leaked of course yeah
1: but we did all see videos
0: the video of the barn fight like yeah I saw the video of the barn fight yeah the season like I saw it leaked yeah me too I
2: didn't I I had no no idea
0: it's literally like It's, it's just from a corner it's
1: from far away and you see I think it's it's like either Candace or Monique's back
0: it's I think mm. it's it's like Monique's perspective, like it's not yeah, it's standing behind Monique' so you don't see much of Candace, you just see Monique's like slammer on the yeah, head. so oh. they did their they did her dirty in the in the uh recap that moment where she was like, I don't remember anything, and then they go back and it's her talking to the producer in the car heading home, and she's like, so what happened was. I grabbed her hair. I started punching her on the head, and then wine flew in my face. Like she literally broke it down, yeah. point by point. And
1: that's what in, on Watch What Happens Live uh, yesterday, Andy Cohen brought that up. Of like, you're seen talking shortly after about the whole scenario, even though you said that you don't remember anything.
2: I I actually believe Monique. I I believe being in, even though I'm, I think I am Team Candace on this one. I believe that Monique it was traumatic for her. And I believe that, you know, she's alluded that she's been in fights before off this show and that could still be inside her. And she could have remembered everything in the moment, but she gets home and she speaks to her husband and she's like, I don't even know where to start. And you keep missing little things that happen. So I don't think that she was fully lying.
0: Yeah, no, I I know what you mean. There's also a lot of stakes. There's there are cameras there. Like, you're nervous like that what's going to happen to your future professionally or on the show, you, you get flustered. You know, I, I, no, I definitely, I, I agree with you. So at the end of the whole uh, talk, it ends with, so Giselle pieces out during it because she's like, I can't handle this with KB. I wish KB had stayed. Yeah. KB, <laughs> I wish he would have stayed too. But they piece out and then try and wrap it up. And Karen's like, Karen almost just kind of forgives her in the moment and then supposed to act like everything's fine. And Robin and Wendy are like, uh, so we're just done? And I'm on their side on it because I'm like, I would be like, we're not done with this. Like, Monique's just walking around like she just, like, got off scot-free. And it's like, no, like, I think you might just not even be on the show, like, next scene.
2: Yeah, this is where it gets tricky because I don't feel comfortable slash cannot speak on the Black experience and of course what it's like to be a Black woman in America. And I think it's quite ironic that the best season of Potomac, the season that people are talking about, people are finally starting to watch it, is during the Black Lives Matter movement. Um, and I think it's just, again, it's like, wow, what an amazing episode to watch during a movement. And these women had no idea that we were going to be in this... Um, we were going to be in this movement right now. Yeah. I So it's, it's hard for me to like, it's hard for me to take sides on the opinion where they were all saying what this does for Black women and their image. But what I will say is Monique understood that. And I was really, I was nice to see them all be in agreement around that. And it was very interesting and very educational for me to watch as a viewer. To hear all that and it's incredibly heartbreaking also incredibly heartbreaking
0: of course yeah and once again just to reiterate none of us here are black we are all white people and we have no idea what it's like to be there on that side of an argument and we have no idea what it's like to have that in your head when you're just living your life about how the way you react to things is so is so important you know so I I, thank you for saying that and I completely agree. The one thing I do want to finish out on though is Giselle is talking about her reputation. For those that do not know, Giselle is back with her ex-husband who has multiple children with other women that he cheated on Giselle with. Also he's been anti-gay marriage forever. And I don't know if that has changed or not, or if he's just been quieter about it, but I mean, talk about reputation, like she's back with him. Like if there's a reputation to uphold, it's that one like you need to not be with that man like he is nasty
1: it's a little hypocritical but i also don't understand you know like i get that she's trying to hold up her like church viewpoint of like i have a congregation that looks at me as quote-unquote first lady and i can't be involved in this but at the same time yeah it's like what can't you be involved in because you just took a man that cheated on you Countless times before your marriage, during your marriage, and then has a lot of kids with other people.
2: It it makes total sense to me. I but I also think I'm a psychic, and I like I think I can unravel any riddle here. But I first of all, Giselle is drop dead gorgeous, um successful, and is a reality TV star, and this gives this guy more airtime for his business and more airtime for people to know who he is and for him to make a comeback as a father and a husband and I think for Giselle unfortunately it's like you know loneliness is everybody's fear and you're getting to your fifth season right of this show
0: this is the fifth season
2: fifth season, you know, you have three young girls, you know, two of them are kind of on their way to college soon. I think like, I mean, I can't get into somebody's body, but I feel like, yeah, if I was her age and I had an ex-husband who I still had good rapport with and like, maybe like we were attracted to each other and I was really lonely. Yeah. I I may have him back also, you know?
0: Yeah. No, I, I understand what you're saying. And I'm sure there's an attraction to someone being the father of your children. I just worry that it's just all going to happen again, that he's going to cheat again. And supposedly something did happen in the past year that was like in the blogs before the season started that she had to comment on that he was seen with someone. It was pre COVID.
2: Yeah. That makes me, that makes me sad. You know, there's this, there's this little girl that I see in Giselle. Like she's a good, she's a good girl. Like, I don't know how else to say it. Like she plays by the rules and she's, dirty and she can say dirty things but she's all talk and we all know that she has a kind heart and that makes me really sad because I agree with you Tom I think she's gonna get fucked over again
0: uh any final thoughts on the episode before we wrap up
1: I'm excited for the second half of the season because it just feels like a soap opera soap opera drama you know it's like we're New York and Beverly Hills it's so camp and like it is high stakes but ultimately like it's for tv this just feels like close
0: to home has anything anything like this happened to you no i'm saying close to their home no no (laughs) no i'm like is there something that happens oh i'm
1: saying it's just like this is like their real lives you know in new york they get to go to the hamptons for the whole season and come back to the city and be bougie and wear fur coats and yeah
0: they're in the trenches
1: and yeah
2: yeah yeah, I think going off that kicks, it's like, they just put everything on the front lawn. Like, it's just a constant yard sale with these women. And there are very few housewives that I, like, love. Like, I love them, but, like, I don't love them. And these women on Potomac right now, especially this season, we are seeing their hearts so, like, just palpitating out of their body for the first time, I think. Mm-hmm. Um and I'm excited to see where that goes, and I'm very excited to... I'm, I'm just excited to see how much they're evolving. Like, Robin evolved this season. Giselle Definitely. evolved this season. I'm excited for part two. I, I want to see who else is going to evolve for me.
0: You know, now that we're on the back half of the season, I'm, like, sad because it means that it will end eventually. But we're barreling towards what will be the biggest reunion in Housewives history.
2: Ugh. <laughs> i'm i'm not i'm i'm i am not ready i don't think i actually think i'm not ready yeah i actually think that the housewife thread that we're on like our text thread i think it'll be passed that night because i don't i i need to be maybe we should just watch it together
0: yeah we should just all watch it together okay so before we wrap up we have one final segment uh there's gonna be one more break and we'll talk to you guys in one second bye Okay, we are back with our final little section of this. Those It'll great be quick. sponsors, great! Oh my god, thank you guys so much for thank sponsoring you. the pod. So many sponsors.
2: <laughs> thank you That's Yamaha awesome. keyboards for sponsoring. <laughs> oh my god, Spencer. <laughs> Honestly, does Jeff Glass want to sponsor something. <laughs> he, my keyboards. my dad, I have to say, my dad gets, and I'm not being funny. He gets very offended that I watch The Housewives. He thinks it is. Really bad for my brain. He thinks I should be spending more time reading, and um, he wouldn't. I don't. I don't even think that he'll listen to this. That's like how <laughs> crazily against the housewives he is.
0: Tell him that makes that hurts my feelings.
2: No, he's gonna listen to this. He was very excited <laughs> that I was being interviewed.
0: Oh, do tell your family I say hi. I really do miss all of them.
2: I will. I will. Thank you. Um,
0: so we wrap up every podcast on a little question. And Kix and I already did this, so we won't do this to each other, but uh, we're going to kind of bounce off if we, who we think here would be good on reality television or not. So Kix and I will both say what we feel about you on reality television, and then we'll wrap up with you um, just wrecking our lives over here on this end, okay? I'll go first. Or okay. do you want to go first? You go.
1: Okay. Um, so it's up in the air for me. Only because I see you shining and thriving i feel like this is going to be a common theme of is like i see most of our friends on summer house or like a below deck situation were there for laughs and to be not high stakes but on some i don't know you know what i take it back i think you would period because you make i mean you're so funny i think across reality competition shows obviously it was a missed opportunity for my super sweet 16. <laughs> but, like, again, I feel like for me, it's going to be a common answer of like, you'd be great on Summer House. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Not everyone could be on Summer House. Gigs. Maybe we should just have a show about like Summer House with us. I think what will end up happening is we just end up pitching our own show. Probably. So, no, I, I think that you would be really good on reality TV. Here's what I am going to say I think that you would be a great first male housewife on New York Housewives. I can just see you, like, in your 40s, like, showing up with all these women and just being like, I'm here, like, <laughs> like, get ready. Like, I mean, I think you'd be good now. I just, like, I want you in the housewives world, and you're too young for that, obviously, right now. I think that, like, in in your, like, late 30s, early 40s, if you showed up on New York Housewives, you would be a hit.
2: Okay, so my response to both of you Kix, my response to you is um, let's have a phone chat after this. <laughs> That's my response to you. No, actually Kix, I I under I I hear I hear what you're saying, and I'm, I can get down for that. I think though, like Tom, I have to say, I actually think I would be a great first male house. So I and I was thinking about why. And I know that you and Bradley touched on this a little bit, so I won't go too far deep into it, but you have to get very specific with who you're going to pick to be a male housewife. It cannot be somebody who's going to rip on women. Um, it can't be a mean gay. It can't mm-hmm. be, totally. and it has to be a gay with depth. Sorry. Mm-hmm. Like you kind of have to be able to relate There's not a lot of
0: us out there like that.
2: <laughs> there's, there's, there's not. And you know you're appealing to older women and so they're gonna have to love you even if they're homophobic so i actually kind of think i think, I think, kind of hit think I, with the homophobes i i am a i am a fucking hit with bigots like and i'm not i'm not just like, like i know elizabeth I vargas like, loves God. you like <laughs> <laughs> um I can't I can't lose her as my Instagram. She, oh sorry. She, she shared my TikTok, so I I can't I can't lose her. Um I, I appreciate that. I would love to be a housewife. Honestly, I would. Great. I would. And I know that A would do it. Um and kicks. Um oh, would he? Yeah, just just give me a call after this and we can um <laughs> we can untangle, it. <laughs> Yeah. She, hers we can bad. untangle your web. Um, at home
0: you should have seen Spencer's face when Kix said that she wasn't sure. Like, Spencer's like... Eh, like, like the hinges started to, like, unravel in his brain.
2: <laughs> no, you know what, though? It's actually... I think it's good to have one, like, indecisive answer where, like, I'm in the middle and then one, like, bold answer, Tom, like yours. Like, I, I actually like... I like the happy medium here. Thank you. Um, I would say for you two... Can't wait. T- like, Tom... <laughs> <laughs> you're you're such a Vanderpump type reality <gasps> TV person like star like you thanks for showing up to the podcast today and uh, see <laughs> <laughs> it, ya yeah. like there is do you mean like, uh, like I,
0: Vanderpump or do you think like are you saying Vanderpump, Vanderpump rules? rules
2: there's a Vanderpump rules thing to you where you uh, you're not how do I say this <laughs> How like, do you say this, I, I, Spencer? I'm on the edge of my seat. I, I think with Tom, he would be really good reality to be because he never means Tom. You never, there's no malicious bones in your body, but like, no. yeah, you'll absolutely say things and everyone goes quiet in the room because it's what everyone's, <laughs> it's what everyone's like thinking. I just called her,
0: that woman, a bigot.
2: <laughs> like, yes, but like, it's like what we're all thinking, but like, you'll say it and then you'll be like, what? Wait, no, it isn't a bad thing. You're just a terrible person. Like you're <laughs> like there's something young before. about Vanderpump rules. Like I could see you just I could see this if Vanderpump falling in love with you, you would be flirting with um her husband, you like patting her swans, like you making it. Petting her swans. Should I, should like, petting her swans. <laughs> what
1: about the mini horses?
2: Yeah. But no, I actually, Tom, I I can I I can see you ripping it apart on Beverly Hills.
0: I think that it would ruin me. <laughs> oh, my oh my God. No, I think that it would be good going in, but I think I would have a very- Have a Monique troubles- Samuels moment? No, I'm not going to hit someone. <laughs> I'm just saying, I think I would have a very troublesome <laughs> exit. Like I had say something to someone that, that was that not that it was offensive, but just too mean. And they and like I the think, viewers would be like, yeah. the viewers would be like, he's just mean. And it's like, well-
2: Yes. Yeah. <laughs> but I think no. Tom, you have a you have a big heart and it can shatter, but you're quite resilient. So I think that you would, mm-hmm. I think you would bounce back from anything. Um, but I also want to get to, I had to get to Kix because she oh, gave me I such a good an answer. Go, go. Kix, you're such a brother girl. I can see you on that type of reality TV show. Honestly, I can see you on the Amazing Race, like something where like is
1: cringing.
2: Why, are we Are we not talking about those shows? Should no, I do Bravo? No, 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 It has nothing no, to do I with the show. Know that I agree with you. Tom but just keep disagrees. Going. I can see Kix, like, breaking down crying on The Amazing Race. <laughs> well, yeah. Yes. In, like, yeah. her biker shorts and her plaid shirt. And <laughs> I... <laughs> And... But then I can see her, like, rallying. And like honestly, maybe even winning. And with Big Brother, like same kind of thing. Like, I can see her being the girl that we all love, but like she will fuck you up if you say the wrong <laughs> thing in the house. And like I, I can that's kind of where I see kicks. That's kind of where I see you lie. I think you're a little too cool to be a housewife. I don't think I think you'd no, be like, it's over not it. for me. No, no, no. Because like her.
1: my thing when I was watching Potomac this week in the like, especially the season when they're, these women are yelling at each other. Like, I was sitting there being like, How can these people say something right now? I just, in my mind, I would just sit there and be like,
0: See, and then I in my speechless. mind, I'm like, I have 10 things I want to say right no, now. No, <laughs> I just, hey, exactly. Like,
1: I mean, not to be a total dick, but it's like a water sign, th- like a Scorpio of just like taking it all in and being yeah. like, I don't even know what to say, but. Yeah. In- a week, I will ruin your life. <laughs>
0: Wait, I have a quick, I have a quick story about because Kix is into astrology, and I had a um I ha- <laughs> yeah I have a coworker. I don't know if he's listening to this, but I doubt it. Uh, I have a coworker who's really into astrology, and he did like a quick chart read on me. Like I was, I just like was we were at a party, and I was like, can you just tell me like a couple things about my signs? And he's like, "Oh yeah, sure. Like, what's your sign?" So I'm I'm a double Sag, um, and then so that's double fire, and then uh, I am a Cancer Rising, which is water. And he goes, "Oh yeah." So in short, uh, you extinguish your own flame.
1: (laughs) (laughs) The nicest thing anyone could ever say to you, right? (laughs)
0: I was like, okay, but you're like, no, like that's fine.
2: That I'm, <laughs> like I'm actually really in into. <laughs> I'm really into astrology, and Tom. Um, that's how I would also describe that trio for you. Like that is, but not, not for you, not like, not you, Tom. But like, that's an, that's an intense three signs i'm not gonna lie but then again oh, i'm a leo a podcast
0: though i
1: haven't no, ruined this but yet it honestly fits to what you were saying about you being on a reality show is you literally ex- extinguishing true. your own flame. i
0: would extinguish my own flame by by saying something that was just like too mean to someone one day
2: oh, <laughs> and it ruined I thought- I'd
0: ruin my opportunity
2: Oh, I totally took it the wrong way. I thought it was, like, somebody who, like, can put out their own fires. Like, they no, are. No, no, no. I mean, that's what, a good what, way to what,
0: think about that's, it. I guess that's a positive spin. I took it as I get in my own way. Like, any excitement I have in my life, I ruin because I want to ruin it for myself. Like, I self-sabotage.
2: Okay. Well, we can talk about <laughs> that. in we can, we can totally get into that. <laughs> I will say I am a Leo double Capricorn. So, so what does that mean? i am a monster that is exactly what that means He's not
0: a monster <laughs> he's not a monster
2: though no. i but i can i can go there i also just want to say can i just tell you my tagline for housewives oh my yes, god please, please 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 go okay first male housewife <laughs> honey you don't even know how iconic i am
1: <laughs> oh, that's amazing <laughs> that's
2: good
0: is, he's
2: you like, are so
0: he's proud right now. So you
1: should be proud. You should be honestly trademark that. No one take it, listeners.
0: That is yours. Yeah, now mine, I'm gonna be pissed. Mine yeah, was. much yours? My, <laughs> this is gonna be so on the nose, but mine was. I fought too hard for this cocktail to go home sober.
1: <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, that is literally something like Teddy Mellencamp would say. Oh god, no. Do you think? I think it's kind of cliche.
0: Well, it is. It's been on Taylor Armstrong's I fought too hard for the zip code to go home something.
2: <laughs> yes, yes. I actually kind of die for that. I thought you were going to taste something like I may be a Southern boy, like something off that. Okay. I'll think but of something more. I But I don't you have are. Kick okay, Steers would be like. <laughs> oh God, Spencer. <laughs> <laughs> This would be
0: like
1: <laughs> hey I'm here That's it. I don't have anything. I'm just so boring, I think.
0: You're not boring. You're just boring. <laughs> no, you're not boring. Not at all. Okay. Kicks.
2: No, it would be it would we can, in kicks in this episode with uh, uh, you saying you're boring.
0: Okay.
1: That's it.
2: <laughs> kicks would be like don't give me champagne. I drink a 12 pack. Like something oh, like
1: I love that.
2: Something like that. No, like that's that would Marianne's. be Kix's. Well, yeah, the apple doesn't fall far from the tree. So yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. We, we're, we're You know what I
2: mean? Yeah. And Tim's would be like, which is, which is Tom's dad, more dad. And, and Cabernet. <laughs> yeah. He'd <laughs> be like, like, pluck the chicken, make, make the stew. What the fuck am I doing on this show? <laughs> Oh, my God.
0: Mark. Oh, my God, Spencer,
2: Okay, on that note. Right? make the stew. What the hell am I doing on Oh, my God. I totally just lost the Hamlet timeshare brunch. Oh, um, my God.
0: No, no, no. <laughs> no, no never. The never. Hamlets are obsessed with, that they're getting, like, screen time here. Okay, Or, like, so, sound bites here. Sound bites. Um, okay, well, Spencer, we love you.
2: I love you guys. <laughs> so much fun. Thank you. And...
0: I think we'll probably just have you back in a couple of weeks. Cause well,
1: yes, we need to talk about Bachelorette.
0: Because Bachelorette so. premieres next week. And so I, Oh, this is a great little way to wrap up. We will be covering the new season of The Bachelorette with Housewives because I want to hit kind of two different targets of people. It'll get people who watch The Bachelorette to listen. And maybe we can get um, those white people to watch Potomac.
2: <laughs> i am ready for i'm ready for it i'm ready for Tasha. i'm ready for mormons on salt lake like i'm just lake, i'm ready yes. guys you guys are so smart and wonderful and this was a blast thank you Well,
0: you'll be back so soon yes. of course and to everyone listening once again you can follow spencer glass at hi spencer glass on instagram uh he does two shows during the week you definitely have to check them out on tuesdays at 5 p.m day of the show y'all that is on facebook live uh, broadway world's facebook Uh, on thursdays at 5 he can be found doing his insta live show 10 minute tidbits that is on broadway world's instagram and uh, just follow him he is funny hilarious we love him so much and to all my dumpster divas listening we always end on this even though we didn't last week because I forgot they go low and honey we go lower bye (laughs) bye
2: Bye.